0: Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais with another episode of the Yacking Show Business Channel. And this is the show where we bring you actionable tips and ideas from experts in their field to help you thrive and survive in the interesting times we're living in and the times ahead. And we do that by bringing you interesting guests. And today is certainly no exception. But first, let's introduce Kathleen, co-host. Hi, Kathleen. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, Peter. Thank you so much. And thank you all so very much for tuning into our show. We so appreciate you. And you know, Peter and I have the great privilege of interviewing so many outstanding experts on this show. And of course, today is no exception. We have the great privilege of welcoming Julie Jones to our show. Hello, Julie. How are you?
2: I am fabulous. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited for this episode, as I'm excited Good. for every time I get to talk. <laughs> now Julie
1: is a breakthrough coach. She's an international inspirational speaker, a TV producer, and a podcast host of Get Shit Done. Yep, I said it. Get shit done. <laughs> so Julie, let's just jump right in. You have a mantra that says that states, stop waiting start living. What do you mean by that?
2: Well, that kind of goes back to my my early career back in the 1990s when I was a police officer and SWAT member. And I was in that career for about 10 years. And really the hardest thing that I ever had to do within that career was give death notifications mm-hmm. um, You know, to let people know here today, gone, and that there is no promise of tomorrow. And in that career, you know, I had a lot of empathy, but I had to remain stoic. And it was one. It was really difficult to tell people that their loved ones weren't coming home. And then it hit me personally when at the young age of um, 57, my mom was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's and mm. she passed away just two short years later at 59. Wow. And it was in that moment that I thought to myself, okay, again, all these examples of not knowing if tomorrow will come. And so, I better, you know, make my decisions. And I decided in that moment that I was no longer going to wait on my dreams and my aspirations and what I really wanted to be doing in life. And so, um, it's a powerful platform for me to have people stop waiting for whatever they're waiting in their life for and to really start living in the now because that's all we're promised. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Ah, you, you're so right I, I don't want to talk about my story but I've had um, also some really acute sharp reminders of how everything can be turned upside down in a moment and if you don't live for today well you might regret it so good reminder from you Julie thank you so you also say face the fear and do it anyway and I guess this comes again from your early career in the police so tell our audience a little bit more about that and how do you help people when they come to you
2: It sounds good. So, I was talking about it's all about taking action, really Mm -hmm. putting one foot in front of the other. And then I had mentioned the Rudolph song, you know, put one foot in front of the other. (laughs) And I don't know, I don't have a very good voice. And I think this is the first time I've ever sung on a podcast. So, consider yourself fortunate.
0: (laughs) Ah, we're lucky. Yeah.
2: Right. But, like, but that could be a fear thing, right? Like, right. So, I live by example. Like, there are things that, I'm not exactly always thrilled about like I um, do not like heights. And so in that you know regard, I've jumped out of airplanes and gone skydiving. I've climbed the Sydney Bridge. Right. Because it was all about taking action and realizing that anything is possible once mm-hmm. you put your mind to it.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
2: really usually the fear of the unknown. People yeah. don't know what they don't know. And so I love to be able to link arms with people and show them that it is possible once you get out of your own way. And it really comes down to what I call stinking thinking. It's this right here that gets in the way of living the life of our dreams.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, you climbed the Sydney Bridge. Wow, that's something. Uh, <laughs> i to get you back to talk about that one day for sure. Sorry, <laughs> Kathleen. Back to you.
1: So, so Julie, you have a journal which people can purchase, entitled "Stop Doing, Start Being." What do you mean by what
2: do you mean by that? Well, a lot of people think that once you know they have, they will do, and then they will be happy, right? And so, my promise mm-hmm. is that. To first be happy, be whatever state that you want to be before you can do and you can have. See, like when it comes to relationships, sometimes people think, oh yes, that other person is going to make me happy in this relationship. No one can make anything happen. It's all up to you. And mm-hmm. in my life, and even though I have a podcast, you know, called Get Shipped On, and I'm all about productivity, it's about productivity in the sense that you're not losing your sanity, like being Mm -hmm. what I call whoop busy, like just running the hamster wheel Mm -hmm. and not really living the life that you wanna live. Mm -hmm. So many of us always say no to these awesome opportunities because we don't think we have time. And so I really want people to slow down in the process and be who they are meant to be. And so the journal is just a great reminder of you being in a certain state But also as a reminder to at the end of the day, look at what you did get done versus what you didn't get done. As human Mm -hmm. beings, we have a tendency to go to the negative, look at all these things, this huge to-do list of things we didn't get done. And it's like just waking up and being alive is a celebration in and of itself. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I want people to remember that and remember their wins from the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent! So the the purpose
1: of this journal then is to document everything that they've been able to accomplish in that day. It doesn't matter how small it is; it's still an accomplishment for that day. Is is that is that right?
2: Absolutely. And it's a journal that doesn't have to be done every day. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, again, I'm not about the have to's in life. I'm about the get to's. What do you get to do? And even when you say that to yourself, there's a difference like of alignment when you say you have to do something versus that you get to do. Do you Mm -hmm. have to pick up the kids? Or do you get to pick up the kids from school, Mm -hmm. right? Like there's a difference in your physiology and how you think of things when you say things a little bit differently. So again, I want people to celebrate who they are, how they showed up and, you know, really all their wins. And again, like if you decide to be happy, like everything is going to look a little bit different that day than if you decide to be unhappy. Okay so let me just jump in here for a moment Julie because
1: you you mentioned something very very important choosing to be happy and a lot of people out there whether you know they're going through tough times right now will say well how in the heck do i do that how do i how do i choose that when i'm feeling so crappy about life What, where does, what would the first steps be in
2: that rainbow, sunshine, and unicorns? Like everything is not always perfect in my life. However, if I walked out right now to my car and I saw that I had a flat tire, I make the decision. Is it Mm -hmm. a bad moment or is it a bad day? Like, I've been having an amazing day up to this point, and now I have that choice. And I sometimes don't even look at it as a bad moment because it very well could be the opportunity that I don't go down the road and get into that accident
1: mm-hmm.
2: that, you know, and a lot of people are like, okay, great. Like, th- that is really not how life is. However, I am here to tell you it's a simple decision and a simple choice. Everything in life is that way. Mm-hmm. And so when you make that decision, to be happy, despite what is happening, you will see that more happiness will come your way. You know, the law of attraction, and a lot of people talk about that, right? But the law of attraction, it's like, has anybody, and I mean, maybe either even one of you, like if you start off the morning kind of maybe waking up with the grumpies, and do you realize that like everything that continues to happen that day some somehow like you term as negative right like Mm -hmm. you know maybe it dropped something on your foot now like you're running late for something well that's all because of those choices but as soon as you make the decision to switch I promise you like the you can have a different outlook
0: right yeah very true very true It is indeed. So I'm going to ask you a cheeky one now. I've got the Sydney picture of you climbing the Sydney Bridge stuck in my brain here. And I remember a few years back, there was a a group of people, I think they called themselves base jumpers, and they did things like jumping off skyscrapers with parachutes when they weren't supposed to, and uh, bungee jumping and climbing up skyscrapers and big hotels without permission and getting chased by the police. And I just feel climbing Sydney Bridge might go in that category, or was this something more organized?
2: No, it was it was organized. It was Ah, organized. We had to they they led a tour and they we had to wear like flight suits because it's so incredibly windy. And you're Mm -hmm. tethered. You're tethered, but still there's that that, you know, like when you are that high up, because I want to say it's like 440 meters or it's a huge bridge that you climbed at Mm -hmm. the top. Now the view was worth everything that I put myself through. And again, it's when you when I got back down to the ground, like first of all, I'm grateful to be back on the ground, right? But more importantly, super proud. Super proud yeah. that I just said, you know what? I'm gonna do this and I made it happen.
0: Oh, well done. That that is good. I mean, I, I've done all sorts of scary things in my life, but I went up we have a thing called the CN Tower in, in Canada in Toronto. I can't remember how tall it is. It, it's it used to be one of the tallest buildings in the world, and it's still one of them. It has a glass floor. And I really struggled to walk across that glass floor. I mean, <laughs> ah, I thought I was going to pass out. I did eventually, but that that was a problem for me. <laughs> and yet, put me on a fast <laughs> horse on a polo field, and I'm happy as anything else. <laughs> just goes to show. So let's get back to to what you do. You work a lot with with stress CEOs, CEOs, and entrepreneurs, and um, you help them do the things you've just been explaining to, explaining to Kathleen. Uh, what's the first steps? How do you lead them through this transition from having to do to getting to do and, and having a more balanced life.
2: A lot of it is, you know we initially start off with a consultation call. you know just for the fact to see like if the energies are going to match. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of times I'm not everybody's cup of tea and I'll be honest. like I am very high energy. I'm very much what I call a blow up the box thinker. Like, I don't even believe in the box. It's like, let's get out of the box. Because you're going to eventually be in a box at some point in your life, right? (laughs) You know, it's like, get out in front of like the, the what I call the idiot box, aka the TV. Like, there's all these boxes we have in our life. And it's like, let's Mm -hmm. just get rid of all of them and see what we can create by design. After we have that initial consultation, and we know that we're a good fit, because I am always going to give people 120% of the information that I have. It's up to them to apply what I'm taking. See, everybody always says knowledge is power, but it's applied knowledge that's power. Mm-hmm. And yep. so really, I'm going to give my my best like tools, skill sets, all those kinds of things, and then we're going to run with it. I um, have a couple of different um, certifications. I work with a program called The Working Genius, which is about productivity and mm-hmm. it is designed to help people figure out how they do tasks in whatever role that they're doing. And everybody has a working genius and a working frustration, genius and a working frustration. And and then so that just gives people insight as to maybe they're not going to beat up mode. So much when they realize that maybe a certain task that they're doing on a day to day basis is really frustrating them and not bringing out their genius. And then I Mm -hmm. also um, recently was certified as a master practitioner in neuro linguistic programming, Mm as well as hypnotherapy. And so that's one Mm -hmm. of the new tools that I'll be bringing to people to help people get through faster the idea behind fear. Mm -hmm. But I've done a lot of if you want to say work myself, like I am somebody, first of all, that has a coach myself, because I always tell people, you know, really examine who you're working with people Mm -hmm. who are coaching and may not have a coach could be a red flag Mm -hmm. because I know that I don't know everything and that I'm always growing and learning and getting the tools to be able to help my clients most effectively. And that's, you know, that's what I do. And I walk the walk and talk the talk. So if I don't feel that we're a good fit because what you're bringing to me is not in my expertise, I have an amazing tool bag of other coaches and other people who specialize in things that I can refer people out with confidence because I believe in win-win. There's enough business to go around for everyone. And really, honestly, if I'm not able to help you, I will find somebody who will
0: right mm-hmm. right oh wow that's that's a a good honest admission that we don't often hear so that's great <clears throat>
1: so so julie you you touched on this earlier already but you made a dramatic career change from being being in the police force to becoming a speaker and coach let's take a little bit of a deeper dive into your story and how this all came about because that's quite the switch
2: <laughs> It is. And if you look throughout my, my life, like I have had a common theme of always wanting to help people Mm -hmm. from early on. My parents taught me the importance of giving back and volunteer work. And I just love to be with people and I love to help people. And I thought that I could do that in law enforcement and Mm -hmm. I was very good at what I did. However, it just wasn't necessarily you know, I didn't look at it with rose colored glasses. Like I knew what I was there to do and it wasn't always an easy route. When I Mm. left law enforcement, I knew there was something else out there for me, but like everybody else, I had my own series of challenges of figuring out what that journey looked like. Mm. I have been everything from a property manager and gotten my real estate license to um, I've done been a chiropractic assistant, a makeup artist Like all these different fields all had one thing in common, helping people for whatever Mm -hmm. they needed at that point. But also as, you know, um, an expert in those arenas, I was able to um, speak and coach people in different capacities. Mm -hmm. So that just led me, it was like a natural unfolding. So many people love to have me and put me in front of a room to speak. I've never ever had a fear of being in front of a room and speaking to people. I, in fact, I get extremely energized from it. I love it. And so that was like, it was just a natural, natural fit. Um, It's still a lot of work. Let me, don't get me wrong. Like business is business. And Mm -hmm. when you don't come from a business background, because my parents were employee mindset, and I didn't go to college. I went to college for criminal justice. I didn't have a background in business. So I learned and I explored and I did what I needed to do. Again, hiring coaches to help me get to the point where I am today.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, well done. Well done. Here's a quick one for you. In in the journey to, do, to building your coaching business, which has started before the lockdown, COVID, whatever you want to call it, Have you seen people have more fear and more hang-ups and more challenges to overcome since the lockdown or or not?
2: I think that there's – people are questioning more their purpose. Mm -hmm. I believe that maybe not so much obstacles and challenges. Those come in, I guess, the arena of that they're questioning who they are and what they want to be doing. Mm -hmm. And so finding their purpose, finding their path, really – no longer doing what they don't love to do, whatever that looks like, and finding the path that's most important to them. I really believe that um, I just recently heard a study that like the number one thing that people are currently looking for is personal growth and development. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. really want to live their best life.
0: You're you're absolutely spot on because in all the people Kathleen and I talk to, that comes through very strong that – over the last three or four years, people have woken up and said, do I really want to commute, for instance, for an hour every day to a job? I don't like that much. You know, uh, Suddenly, they've been working from home and they're thinking, wow, there's alternatives out there. So, yeah, we've, I agree with you. We've, we've seen that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, having spent time in the military, myself, not the police force, but there's some similarities. What are the most important lessons that you learned from your time in law enforcement that have helped you do what you do now?
2: Conflict resolution would be like, Mm -hmm. you know, number one, like really learning and being effective with communication. Mm -hmm. Um, I also, as a coach, am very direct with people. People don't pay me for fluff, but Mm -hmm. I still come from a very loving space. Mm -hmm. So, so many times I think in life, we all have those people that love us and they want to protect us and maybe they, you know, unintentionally be the crabs in the bucket, Right. Well, yeah. like you can't escape, you can't go and do what you want to do. So I'm there to say, you've got this, you can do this, and I'm gonna tell you what it is that you need to hear. So those are some of the the big things. And again, like we talked about the face the fear, right? Like mm-hmm. every time that I walked up to a car not knowing what was going to happen, or walking into an abandoned building or whatever it was. You know, I know that if I can face that, I can help people face whatever it is in their life that's, you know, bringing up the 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 fear, the, you know, being scared. Um, you know, I, I really did get a lot of great, um, I guess, you know, skill sets. Oh, and the other uh-huh. thing, I, I apologize. I just thought of one more. The idea of critical thinking, mm-hmm. like critical Ish. thinking, I, I just truly believe that that's become like a missing component that you know people face problems and obstacles and they don't know how to think it out right like sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just taking action but yeah, yeah i'm really good with critical thinking
0: that's excellent quick one for you though what about because you're a nice people loving person um and one of the problems if you're a nice people loving person is difficulty handling rejection and not being wanted did did Please toughen you up. Not, not, I'm not saying you were soft before, but obviously you faced some hostility and you talked about conflict resolution in the police. Did that help you when it came to starting your own business and facing rejection?
2: It did. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would say some of it did, Like, but like all human beings, nobody likes to hear the word no. Sure. I think one of the bigger things that really supported me with that was that I um, read the book by Don Miguel Ruiz, The Four Agreements. And Mm -hmm. where, you know, he talks about, you know, like don't take it personally, right? And so that agreement and hearing that, I've really learned that everybody has their own set of filters. And to me, no means not right now. Like there's a reason and they don't see the value in it for them quite yet. When they do, I have no doubt that they'll come back and there'll be a resounding yes.
0: No, good. Excellent.
2: Tell us about your podcast and who does it appeal to. So my podcast um, is really designed to have amazing conversations, not only personally and prof- but but prof- you know professionally as well. So how it looks is that I don't have a set agenda. I am one that um, I also have a television show as well. Mm-hmm. I do everything on uns- unscripted. So I like channel a lot, if you want to say, like, I'm very intuitive and I get messages. So I always know the next question to ask and, you know, and just make it casual conversation and have some fun with it. And it's really people who have shown resilience in life and are living the life of their dreams. And I wanted to inspire other people to do the same You know, it doesn't matter where your background is or where you came from or, you know, what you're currently doing. We all have a message and a gift to share with this world.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Very good. And um, so you must have quite a wide audience. Mm.
2: I do. I do. Because I work with men and women. I'm Mm -hmm. not, you know, sometimes. So I, I do. I have a wide range of people a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners. um, And I even interviewed on my podcast, a current police officer. And we really, you know, dove into, you know, some topics. I I like to ask tough questions that maybe Mm -hmm. other people are afraid to ask because they don't know how it's going to come across. And I'm really from such a loving heart that I figure if somebody... Oh, okay. So I I said, I figured like if my audience, if I'm thinking it, if I'm thinking about the question, my audience Mm -hmm. is thinking of the question. And so I really have a way of asking tough questions from a loving heart that really, um, allows people to feel comfortable in asking. It's not like an attack. It's much more so of, Hey, you know, inquiring minds want to know, and people always feel comfortable in answering. I think it'd
1: be very inspirational to listen to personal stories of people who are living their dream because so many times, if you were to just walk down the street and just stop people, most people say, oh, no, I, I go to work because I need the paycheck. Um, they're not living their dream. It's it's out of necessity, but it's truly, I think it's truly special to be, to, to say to somebody, I am living my life. I wouldn't change a darn thing. So, uh, I mean, it's just for that. Your podcast is worth a listen. I think I listen.
0: Yeah, I listened to a little bit of one. I think you lost this one, but unfortunately, something happened and I had to stop and I didn't get back to it. I'm definitely going back. So, how can one watch your TV show? Where where does mm-hmm. that air?
2: So, the television show is um, called "Stop Waiting, Start Living." <laughs> mm-hmm. Go figure, right? And it is on the Zondra Network. Z O N D R A, and um, it's on Roku, Apple, Amazon Fire, as well as on the internet.
0: Oh, great! Because I have Roku. Yeah, good. We will. I'll certainly be looking at that. Yeah. So we've got to watch our time. Mm-hmm. But my, my burning. Can I go ahead, Kathleen? And I absolutely go burning, ahead. Burning question. I have yes, to ask no. my burning question. <laughs> all our successful guests. So. Um, Julie, in, in your experience, is there a single characteristic or mindset that separates successful leaders from those that remain average and never really get out of the rut? And I don't just mean making money. I mean, picking up from you, having a balanced life. Is there one thing or is it more complicated?
2: You know what? the The answer that came immediately as you were talking about that is truly the belief that you are enough right? Mm -hmm. Because like, I am enough. So as a leader, you know, like empowering other people to win as well, when you truly believe that you're enough, and that you don't have to prove anything, right? right? It's like, when we come into the idea of having to prove ourselves, then that's where competition comes in. And we don't have Mm -hmm. the idea behind collaboration. When you really, really truly are aligned with that you are enough, and that you do have a gift, and whatever you bring to this world is just as important as the next person, that's where I believe collaboration and community will really start to happen, mm-hmm. even more, more so.
0: Yeah, very important. Very good. Thank you. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Kathleen, back <laughs> to you.
2: tell us about your books. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, my, my first book was Stop Waiting, Start Living, And I have um, some other uh, collaboration books, including Six Figure Chicks. I've been in a couple of gratitude books because I'm all about, you know, the foundation of gratitude. I also have the Entrepreneur's um, Toolkit for Success is another book that I'm part of. And all of them have been international bestsellers. So I'm really proud of Mm -hmm. that, especially my first book, Mm -hmm. because, you know, when you put yourself out there. It's a, little, it's a little scary to put yourself out there at times. Again, the idea of face the fear and do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and so how do people get them? They can find them on my website. So my website is juliejones.biz, B-I-Z. And the journal, as well as a couple of the books, are available for purchase on the website. Right. Fantastic,
1: and is that how people can contact you? Is through the website, or do you have a, an email address?
2: I do have an email address, which would just be Julia Julie Jones Biz B I Z again. Um, but that's okay. the easiest way is really to go to my website, and sure. um, you can book that free call with me, and you know we can have a great conversation. I always give more than <laughs> what people are looking for. <laughs>
0: I, I can I can imagine that.
2: <laughs> well, Julie,
0: and
1: we are. Sorry. A... Yes, go ahead, our,
0: no. Just for a message for our audio yes. listeners that all the all if all Julie's contact details will be in the description on whatever platform you are listening to this on.
1: Absolutely. Uh, sorry, Kathleen.
0: Back no, to customer. you.
1: That's all right. Julie, we are unfortunately out of time. And I I think we could go on speaking with you for hours on end. But uh, I hope you get to come back on the show at some point. In time. Uh, thank you again so much for jo- to for joining us, and everybody, thank you for tuning in. And um, if anyone is interested in being a guest on our show, we invite you to visit our website at theyackingshow.com. All you need to do is click on the contacts tab, where you will find a short application form, and we would love to hear from you. So, until next time, take care, everyone.
0: Bye bye. Bye bye.